Hey, welcome to Homesteading Day Anarchy. So today I wanted to do a fun episode for you guys. So one of my favorite topics of all time is uh, growing food. So here we go. All right, so here we go. What on earth? Growing food? Are you kidding me? I love talking about growing food. You guys have already heard my series on three plants you've got to grow. That was the sweet potatoes, the cactus that we call Nepales, and the um, Jerusalem artichokes. There's a bunch, bunch more, but um, let's get into it. So, as always, this is the time of year to be putting in your fruit trees, letting them get good and established in this cold weather. Um, so, the reason this is the best time of year is because all the growth has slowed in the trees, so you've got a lot less chance of shocking the tree if you plant it this time of year. So that's important. Um, if a tree is potted indoors and not dormant, obviously now would be a terrible time to plant it. But out there, um, most of the trees you're buying bare root, this time of year are going to be bare root. So when you buy a bare root tree, it comes to you and it looks like what did I just buy? This is garbage, but it's actually the best way you can do it. So if you've got bare roots coming in, if you don't, now's the time to order them. Um, if you become an MSB member with Jack Spearco, he's got some good prices at Bob Wells Nursery, but they're down in Texas. So you want to be like zone seven, zone eight to order from him. Uh, Stark Bros is always good. There's a few other ones out there, but um, yeah. Get you, get you some trees going. Number one thing, get you some trees going. Um, pears have always been an awesome tree. And I love pears, but tree, pears are like a universal tree. They grow just about anywhere in the U.S. And they are a good producer and a big producer. They end up being a huge tree usually if you do it right. If you get the right varieties, you get a huge tree that produce one tree will produce more fruit than you can eat or harvest or give away probably even. Um, you want to have some kids on hand to pick those pears. Get you, there's a lot of different designs for little fruit pickers that you can come up with. It would be important to get you a fruit picker just so you can uh, get your pears. A lot of the store-bought ones are a little bit janky. So find your one, find you a design online you like and make it. You can bend PVC pretty easy to make your own uh, fruit picker, get you some like four inch pipe, five inch pipe, probably four inch pipe, and put a cap on it and then leave it about two feet long and then at the top, cut it, cut half the pipe away, this is hard to describe, cut half the pipe away about four inches from the top so that you only have half a pipe and then you're going to take those and you're going to cut slits in them with your um, hacks, not your hacksaw. Well, you can use a hacksaw, but with your um, jigsaw, you're going to cut slits and make little fingers sticking off the end. So you have basically a cup capped on one end to make it a cup. And then you'll have half of the pipe left sticking up extra high, like four or five inches higher with little fingers cut out of it. Then you can heat this with a torch and bend those fingers down to where they're facing into the cup at like a 45 degree angle 
you know, what would be not quite 180, like 165 degree angle from the edge of the pipe facing downward, just like a normal fruit picker. But I like PVC better because you can round the edges so it's not bruising up your fruit as bad. And you can put that in there and you can pull, start pulling some pears off the tree. But you can make it at home is what I'm saying. You can make it at home rather than buying like a $30 pear picker. You can buy like, you know, $6 worth of pipe and make a bunch of them. So that's something to consider. Um, but plant fruit trees, pears, mulberries are a excellent tree to plant because whenever they get too big and hard to harvest, you can cut them down at the ground and they'll sprout up as a bush. And you can make a mulberry bush that's where the you know the whole song around the mulberry bush you know the pop goes the weasel thing anyways mulberry bushes yeah make you a mulberry bush after your tree gets older and it kind of gets too tall for you cut it down we're going to cut down a few this winter and if you cut them down in the winter they actually have a better chance of coming up from the rootstock but i've never seen a mulberry just not come up from cut off I cut down a lot of trees and mulberries always come back over and over and over if you're not poisoning them so that's something to consider so anyways mulberries do that um, what else do we need to do uh, if you're in the region for it blackberries are always a good choice strawberries are a seasonal very seasonal crop but strawberries are super high um, nitrogen they need a lot of nitrogen they are heavy feeders and that's one thing we've always struggled with with um, with our strawberries is we don't put enough nitrogen on them so this year we're just going to soak them in rabbit poop before the season starts and just really bury them in rabbit poop so when they come up they should be really good um, it is rabbit season right now so if you're not breeding your rabbits right now you're missing the peak season. Got to get out there and get breeding those rabbits. I'm going to try some buy some more because we've had some issues with our breeders lately. Um, the goats is always a good one. You know, we're about to hit that springtime where everything just starts growing out of control fast. And now's the time to get your growth. Not right now, but be starting to look for that goat you're going to grow out just to butcher if you do that um, now's the time to be looking for them and finding your supplier a lot of times you can get a free one if you uh, if you look for it right now if you got a free goat you what you need to get two of them really because they're a headache they're super annoying if they're just one but um, right now is the time you can usually get a free goat because people don't want to pay for them for the rest of the winter but if you get a round bell right now which in my area are about 50 bucks one round bell will last you all winter long and into the spring where there's not a lot of stuff coming up and by the time the summer hits and everything's fully grown in with a couple of goats you should you should still be working on one round bell so that's kind of now's the time something to think about if you want to fill up that freezer um, what else are we looking at? Um, we got a bunch of plants from the wildlife department. So a lot of states have where um, you can get you a deer mix with all the native fruits from your area, trees for like crazy cheap. 
and you usually have to buy them in huge bulk, but it ends up being like a hundred bucks for like a hundred trees or something crazy like that. And so you basically just end up like way overpaying for the 10 trees, not way, way underpaying for the 10 trees that you want and getting a bunch of extra for free that you'll have to plant and do a ton of work to keep alive but it's I don't know it's worth it I think but you just have to be willing to let a bunch of them die you know or give them away to people that you know are going to let them die and stuff like that so but that's a free resource in a lot of states so be looking into that getting your free trees not free but darn near free trees from the state and then what else can you do right now is the time to be ordering your seed catalogs and ordering your seeds you know get those seeds in i think this month we'll probably be starting our uh tomatoes and peppers my wife should be doing this podcast really because she's the one that does all the gardening seed ordering and stuff i just go out there and mess around and make a mess i just dream and she actually executes but um, get some seeds going Uh, your cover crops you know get some cover crops Um, I know it's not usually non-GMO and it's probably not like untreated seed but we got 25 pounds of purple top turnips 25 pounds of purple top turnip seeds for like 11 bucks I want to say or 20 bucks I can't remember it was like two years ago that we bought them but if you like spread them like you would normally spread your seeds that's enough to last you like 10 years which I don't know if they'd even store that long so um, that's something to look into next time you go to the feed store go to the big feed store not not like the nationwide feed store but like your local big co-op like the place the farmers actually go to buy their seed and stuff. Go up there and look for turnips. Look for any of that type of stuff. There's a lot of that stuff that like is good food for your rabbits that is grown to break up the soil. That's what the turnips are for. If you can get radishes in bulk, that's even better. I like radishes better than turnips. But man, I'd eat the heck out of some bulk radishes but your rabbits will like them also so that's something to look into start looking into that stuff because when spring hits you want to be ready to go you don't want to have to be running around buying plants and buying a bunch of seeds for at like marked up prices and all that stuff start thinking now start thinking now about the spring because it is on us it's coming up fast um, I'm going to be, like I said, I'm going to be planting a ton of trees. I'm going to be uh, working on my fish pond this year. So, yeah, that's going to be a big one. I'm going to do a swim pond up by the house. And it's going to be netted so that the ducks stay out of it. And we're going to make us a swim pond that is going to also be where we grow our cattails, where we grow our uh, a bunch of plants that are edible. And eventually we'll probably cover it with 
uh, greenhouse. So that's one of my dreams. I have a swim pond. What we call an extended season swim pond. It's not going to be a year-round swim pond you can swim in, but it'll definitely be extended season. You know, if you can get it to where on the days where it's like 60 degrees outside, the temperature inside there hits like 80 or 90 degrees. The water may be freezing, but you'll still be able to swim in it. So, and then we can also grow fish in it. We can grow. Food for our rabbits. We can grow the duckweed and stuff like that. So that's what I'm looking into. That's one of my dreams. You know, it's a vision. But right now, like I said, we're adding on to the house. I didn't say that earlier, but we're adding on to the house for a wood stove room because I have like three years worth of firewood and the only wood I burn is in the shop. So we're adding on a room specifically for a wood stove and for. A pantry for move more food storage um, that sort of thing but if you're needing any of that stuff now is the time to snatch it up you know stuff is super cheap right now the cold weather gear is going on sale so you know they're about to come back in with the spring stuff and once they do yeah once they do it's gonna be full price again all the spring stuff's gonna be full price so Start looking for those deals right now on all the stuff you're looking for. Hmm. What else? What else did you guys think? Oh, man, it's almost fishing season. I didn't go fishing at all last year. Uh, the year before, I went a ton. Not a ton, but probably like 10 times. And this year, I'm going again. So, can't wait for that. And I know, like, you could fish right now if you wanted to, but I don't have the skills to fish in the wintertime. It takes some serious skills to get those fish to bite when it's this cold out. So, or at least in my area. You guys don't know where I'm at, so that's an issue. But anyways, just wanted to talk about something a little more positive. I'm super excited. I don't know if you guys know, but I'm very excited about um, this spring, coming spring. We've got five goats. I just cut two the other day. Oh, super dramatic. I hate, like, I hate cutting goats. Abandoning them is worse because they wander around for, like, weeks, like, super depressed and very upset with their life when you ban them. But cutting them is something that shakes me to my core, you know. As a man, I do not like seeing that. And if you've never done it, then you have no idea what I'm talking about, probably. But it is, yeah. Actually, I messed up cutting one of them, and I kind of, like, sliced more than I should. You're supposed to, like, not rip, but, like, um, bludgeon, not bludgeon, but, like, break, basically, the uh, connection when you're cutting goats. You don't want to like cut it clean cut because it doesn't cause enough trauma, which doesn't cause the uh, arteries, or not arteries, but like the veins to suck shut, to close shut. Trauma causes that. So like in the war, if you got your leg blown off, you know, it'd be hours before you bled to death sometimes. You know, you'd have plenty of time to put on a tourniquet. 
but if this piece of shrapnel cut through it, like a nice clean cut, you could bleed to death, like instantly and that's not instantly but within a few seconds you know and that's not always the case but that is something you know you learn that like a dramatic damaging wound is far more likely to shut off the blood flow long enough for it to clot up than a nice smooth clean cut and I don't know if a lot of people know that but anyways I made too sharp of a cut when I was I call it like raking. I rake the the vessel, the blood vessel, I guess it's called. I rake it and try and rip it like that instead of cutting clean through it. And, dude, this sucker bled so bad. I was worried about it. I was like, oh, man, am I going to have to... I mean, it wasn't enough that I thought he was going to bleed to death, but I was worried about it. I was definitely absolutely worried about it. So, anyways, yep, that was my concern. It was a scary moment for me, but... You know, within an hour or two, he had stopped bleeding, and he was back to wandering around. They do walk funny for a while after that, but then after that, this kid just threw a snowball at my truck. That's funny. But, uh, yep, after that, they're fine. So they're already running around, having a good time. So, anyways, just something to think about, um... I was thinking about doing jujube trees, um, and um, what's the other one? Pawpaws. I want to do pawpaws also. So that's something I'm looking into. If you guys have any pawpaw trees that you could send me some cuttings or jujube, jujube trees, just something I want to get into. I want to get every single kind of fruit I can grow in my area. So, anyways. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll talk to you later.